Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit gets fed. The Bible talks about being nourished up in the words of faith. And just like there's different nutritional value in different foods, there's different nutritional value in things you hear. So, uh, you know, a lot of things are a mixture, preaching and teaching. It's a, maybe a little bit of word, but then a lot of filler, <laughs> a lot of opinion, a lot of tradition. And what we seek for is uh, word, strong word, pure word. And I'm, I'm not claiming that we uh, don't have a, a thought here and there, but uh, that's, what, that's why we pray every time we start asking the Lord to speak to us uh, beyond just men's ideas, His words. And you're not limited to what I know. We're counting on the Spirit of God speaking to us, right? And He'll say things to you through us, but He'll also say things to, directly to you about what was said or in addition to what was said. Uh, I've had people come up to me before after a service and go, oh, Brother Keith, oh, Brother Keith, man, I saw this. The Lord was saying this to me. And, and as they're talking, I'm going, wait, wait just a minute. Say that again. Because I didn't I want to write it down because I didn't say that. The Spirit of God was taking it on out. Uh, and, and that's what he does. It, he, only he can minister to thousands of people, even millions of people, simultaneously in all these different ways at the same time, it's amazing. It's amazing. Get your Bible, something to make a note with. Come into the classroom and let's believe for some of that today. Father, thank you for being so good to us, being so gracious. You have sustained us. That's why we're still here, still going. You've kept us by your mercy and grace and goodness and kindness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We look to you today for, and ask for this day our daily bread, our spiritual bread, and we seek your will and your kingdom, and we ask and thank you for answers today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Look please in the book of Acts, Acts the 14th chapter, continuing in our study we're calling Faith for Healing. Uh, we're looking now at the individual cases of healing and deliverance, miracles in the book of Acts. And we've gotten to our fourth one in our study, the healing of the, the lame man, crippled man at Lystra. And in the first verse of chapter 14, they came to this town called Iconium and they spoke there. A lot of people believed. Some people didn't. Stirred up uh, the folks against the, the brethren. Verse 3, Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of His grace, 
and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. So here we're told a lot of things happened that we're given no account of. We're, we're about to see the healing of one individual at Lystra. That was selected by the Holy Spirit to give us detail. But there are many healings and deliverances in verse 3 that are not given detail of. And so, and we're told the manifestation of these things was the direct result of them boldly speaking, teaching, preaching the Word of God. We know in a few verses later, it's the gospel that they're teaching and preaching. And the Lord is confirming that Word with signs following, signs and wonders, miracles. Later when they, they saw that the leaders of the, the city were planning on killing them, stoning them, they found out about it. And they obviously got, you know, heard from the Lord what to do. They left. They fled and went to Lystra and Derby, cities of Lycaonia, unto the region that lies round about. And there in Lystra, they preached the gospel. There they proclaimed the good news. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. This would be considered an impossible situation to overcome. He's ne- this is a grown man. He's never taken one step by himself. The, uh, the word here, impotent, means without strength. So his, his feet were, were missing something. Maybe his bones didn't develop right. I don't know what. But they were not capable of supporting his weight. They weren't capable of being, you know, walked on. Uh, the, the word's also translated uh, uh, impossible. And I think that's interesting that, you know, it can't work. And that was true, had been all his life. But what's impossible with men is possible with God. That's right? right? And so, yes, um, there are all kinds of situations that you will encounter. And if it was you fixing it or me fixing it, we can't. You will not be able to. Or if it's the greatest professional in that line of uh, that field. And they tell you, I'm sorry, that's beyond what we can do. And it's all too quickly that you can get to that place where the best in the world say, I'm sorry. There's, there's nothing we, we can do. Sometimes they go beyond that and say, there's nothing that can be done. And that's where they're wrong. <laughs> Maybe there's nothing they can do. I'll, believe, I'll buy that. <laughs> that you can't fix it. Or that I can't fix it. But there is a God. I said, there is a God. There is a God who made the heavens and the earth and all that is in them There's a God who made man, formed man from the the dust of the earth. What does that that mean? There was a time when there was no skull. There was no foot. There there were no lungs. There were no kidneys. Somebody made them. Oh, oh, Brother Keith, have you never heard about the Big Bang? And, and have you never heard of evolution? Oh, I heard some stuff. But it takes crazy faith to believe that. 
Well, what do you mean? What do you mean, Brother Keith? Well, a lot of it is not science. I know people don't realize this, but do a little reading, study. There's a reason why people call it theory. Theory of this, theory of that means it is a concept, it's an idea, but it is unsubstantiated. It is unproven. Science, you're supposed to have proof. And there is no proof that anything we have any experience with ever self-created. So now, if you believe that all creation created itself out of what? From what? We don't know. It's a mystery. Yeah, or it's just wrong. (laughs) There's another thing to believe. It's the Bible. God created the heavens and the earth. And He made human beings. So it shouldn't be a thing thought bizarre that the God who created feet could fix feet. Hmm? Now, maybe you can't fix it. Maybe the best doctor and surgeon in the world can't fix it. But don't tell me it can't be fixed because the Creator can fix what He created. Do you believe it, child of God? Sit out loud. All things are possible with God. And all things are possible to him that believes. And I believe. I'm a believer. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We, we were in a situation not too long back that somebody went to a doctor for something that they needed and, and uh, uh, the doctor was saying, it would, that would take a miracle for that to happen. And the person said, we believe in miracles. <laughs> and the doctor, he was a Christian. He, he thought for a minute, he said, I do too. <laughs> and sure enough, over the course of the next few months, the miracle happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But that we, we don't want to act like it's bizarre. That, that, that'd take a, a miracle. The fact that you exist is a miracle. The, the fact that you're born again and not lost is a miracle. It's the greatest miracle you'll ever believe for is the new birth because the new birth was not you getting fixed. You were recreated. Hallelujah. On the inside. Healing's just some repair work on an already existing structure. Can you see that? No, no. You can believe for a miracle. You can have miracles. Uh, Miracles should be just an ongoing thing. In our life. Have you read in the, in the book of Acts? Just maybe start in the front and just keep reading through. Do you see miracles? Yes. Miracles. Is that right? Miracles on every page. I mean, you see deliverance. You see healing. You see provision. You see protection. Miracles. Amazing things happen. Why is this in here? Just so we could drool over it and go, oh, wouldn't it have been amazing? Wish I could have lived back there. Or do we serve the same God, the same powerful, almighty God, same faith, same Holy Spirit, same greater one? No, this is a pattern, like Acts 1-1 said, of what is to continue. What is to continue generation after generation, age after age. So when they were aware of that, they they went, they preached the gospel. This man heard it, verse 8. 
man who had been impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked, the same heard Paul speak. This is when his life changed. It, the miracle began with what he heard. Can you see this class? It began with hearing. That's the uh, progression. In fact, go, go to Romans, the 10th chapter, if you would. That's the progression that the Spirit of God here in Romans 10 reveals. Romans 10 and 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, if you were with us back, you know, weeks and months ago, we found that the same word translated saved is also translated healed. Healed, made whole. How could that be right? Well, just like you can be saved from hell, you can be saved from sin, you can be saved from being sick, saved from being broke, <laughs> saved from being confused, saved from being depressed. When you said, I'm saved, you said a lot. That covers a lot. That sounds like the gospel, the big gospel, right? So, Whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. How will they call on him in whom they have not believed? What's the understood answer there? They, they can't. They won't. You, you're not going to call on him that you don't believe in. And how will they believe in him of whom they have not heard? You can't believe until you hear. You, you're not going to act on faith that you don't have, you couldn't have the faith until you heard. How will they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it's written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. That's a definition of the gospel. Glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. So is he talking about the gospel? For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That could also, that's the word rhema and Christos. It could be translated by hearing the anointed, the, the anointed rhema. And that ties right into the gospel that he's already mentioned two verses, three verses prior. So the progression is God anoints, God sends, His men and women proclaim, teach, preach, people hear, they believe, they call, and they're saved. Can you see the progression? But you're not going, you know, let's, let's tie this in with our account. The man heard Paul speak. And Paul, perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet, and he leaped and walked. Should he have called and said, stand upright on your feet, if he hadn't perceived that faith was there? No, would have done no good. Even if the man could have been encouraged to try to do something, nothing would have happened. Because it wasn't just his physical effort. You know. If he's been like this his whole life, how many times did he try to make these feet work? How many, huh? You know. And so it's not mind over matter. It's not extreme willpower. No, no. 
is faith in God. How do you get faith in God? Faith in God means I'm not counting on my mind to change this. I'm not counting on my mysterious energy. To, I'm counting on God to show up and do something. Right? Something I can't do. Something I can't make happen. But in order for me to have confidence that, that that'll happen, i got to have faith. And in order to have faith, I've got to hear something. Does it matter what you hear, class? Oh, that, that's why the devil fights so hard to rob the church of parts of the gospel. Because the parts you don't hear, you can't have faith in. Huh? And the problem is, you'll find that parts have gotten lost generations ago. And now you've got people, they never heard it because their parents never heard it. Because their grandparents never heard it. They haven't preached it in their group, in, in their particular group of churches in 500 years. So it's been lost. And yet, it's still right here. I said, it's still right here. God hasn't gone anywhere. And his word hasn't changed. So when you hear it, you can believe it. When you believe it, you can act on it. And when you act on it with confidence, boldly, that's when God is able to manifest his spirit and confirm that word with signs following. Can you see that's what happened with this man at Lystra? I mean, Paul preached the gospel. How many think Paul did a good job that day? You think, <laughs> you think there was some good preaching there? Oh, man. He was anointed. He was talking about Jesus. He was talking about what, how Jesus took our place. He became sin with our sin. He took the chastisement of our peace. And he took our infirmities. And the man had to hear something that gave him faith for healing. Now see, if he'd only heard Jesus paid for our sins and you don't have to go to hell. He couldn't have had faith for healing by hearing that. Pastor, are y'all with me or not? What can you have? How will you call on him in whom you haven't believed? How will you believe in whom you haven't heard? If you haven't heard anything about healing, you cannot have faith for healing. It doesn't just magically appear on its own. How does faith come? We read the, 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 the fruition of that in verse 17. That's how it comes. By the hearing. So we know the man at Lystra had to hear something about healing. In what Paul was calling the gospel. And it could not have been sometimes God heals Sometimes he says yes, sometimes he says no, sometimes he says maybe so, sometimes he says wait a while. There's no way you can get faith from hearing that because you don't know if you're one of the lucky ones or not. You don't know, you can't have faith. Faith is confidence. Faith is being fully persuaded. People can't have faith to be born again if you preach to them and said, well, you know, now sometimes it's God's will for people to be saved. Uh, but we just, you just never know what God uh, will do. Maybe it's his will to, for, for you to be saved. Maybe not. People, nobody could get faith uh, to be saved from hearing that. You've got to hear 
how did it start out in, in that previous verse? Whosoever. Oh, come on. Did you hear that or not? Was that verse 13? Whosoever. Somebody say whosoever. Whosoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Somebody say whosoever. whosoever. What does that mean? Anybody. Anybody that'll do this. Anybody that'll hear it, believe it, accept it, act on it, whosoever. They'll be saved. So he had to hear something along that line. Anybody that will believe this. He took our infirmities. Whose infirmities? Same people he took their sins. Same people he took the chastisement of their peace. He took all of our infirmities. He bore all of our sicknesses. He carried all of our pains. And by stripes were healed. Like the psalmist said, he forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. Somebody say all. All. See, all this stuff about, well, you just never know. Sometimes it's not his will. That is not preaching the gospel. That is being ashamed of part of the gospel, or at the very least, being confused about part. Come, come on, can you see that? And nobody can get faith from hearing, maybe it is, maybe it's not, we don't know, we hope so, if it be thy will. There are some things you should pray if it be thy will. But you don't pray if it's God's will for somebody to be saved. He's not willing that any should perish. Is that right? So you never should stand up and go, well, we don't know. It might not be God's will for everybody to be saved. The same word translated saved is translated healed and made whole and delivered. This man had to hear something that caused him to believe Anybody could be healed. Right? He had to hear something that caused faith to rise up in his heart that he could be healed today. And if people are not getting that kind of faith from what they're hearing, then it must not be exactly the same gospel right? that Paul was preaching and Peter was preaching. Because when you preach the same gospel, you're going to have the same faith produced and if people act on that faith, the same results. He's sitting there. He's hearing what Paul is preaching. And he's thinking, huh, huh, healed? Anybody? Today? Jesus already did it? Do I believe it? Yes, I Yeah, it can happen. And, and Paul looks over, and this man's about to pop. <laughs> And Paul perceived, not that he's going to get, he's got it. The word, had faith to be healed, can be translated, he's holding it. <laughs> he's, he's holding, he's, he possesses it. He's holding faith right now. We'll talk about this later, but is it possible to have strong faith to be healed and not be healed? If you just stop right there in that verse, he's not. There's no manifestation of healing, and yet he's got faith. Faith has to be acted on. Can you see that? Faith has to be released, which is why Paul helped him. He perceived he's sitting there full of faith to be healed. So he says, get up, get up, boy. And man, here he jumps, and that was all it took. When he made that, that effort to leap and jump, man, the power of God. Ran through him, ran through his legs, ran through his feet. 
If, if things needed to be created, they were created. If things needed to be fixed, they were fixed. And it wasn't just that he was, his feet were able to work now. It was a miracle beyond that. The man's never taken a step in his life and he's jumping and leaping and walking and running. God did something extra for him. Can you see that? I mean, he, he taught his muscles, muscle memory that they never had. Activated his nerves, his muscle, his joints, everything. Well, if he made legs to begin with, this is no big thing for the Creator. Impossible for us. No biggie for him. But thank God he had faith, he acted faith, and he received. You can't, you won't call on and lay hold of what you don't believe. You won't believe what you haven't heard. And you won't hear what hasn't been proclaimed to you and preached and taught to you by the anointing. We've had people come and say, well, we, we don't preach that. And we, don't, we don't have all that kind of stuff. And I say, well, isn't that interesting? You know, uh, we do preach it. And I got books full of testimonies. <laughs> you don't preach it. You never have it. We preach it. We have it. Could there be a connection? Huh? You will have what you preach. You won't have what you don't preach. Stop being ashamed of parts of the gospel of Christ. Believe all the gospel. Believe the full good news. How Jesus has redeemed man's spirit and soul and body. How he's made full provision for everything we need in every area of life. Somebody say, I believe it. I, I believe it. And our time's up again. Say it out loud, I live by faith, I walk by faith, I overcome this world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. I trust you've been stirred up. Hallelujah. We are. Are we stirred up? We're stirred up. I know you are too. And uh, there's so much more. We're not done with this. Come back on our next classes. And let's see, uh, you know, the, the full, there, there's a lot happened after the healing was manifested we need to get into. We'll see you soon, back here in Faith School. I'm so glad to be with you again this week, and, and I feel like we've made good progress. Uh, at the end of every week, I like to uh, say thank you to all of our partners uh, because of you and with your help, we're able to do this. If you want information on partnership, it's on the bottom of your screen. We were talking about the gospel today, and there is good news for us provisionally. Uh, Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Is that good news or is that good news? It is God's will, and you can count on Him, especially if you trust Him and endeavor to follow Him, do His plan for your life. You can count on Him taking care of every need. Said out loud, my God does supply all my needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's good news to the poor. That's good news to the needy. It's good news every day of our life. He gives us this day our daily bread. He fills our, even our good desires. And He 
always causes us to have all sufficiency in all things and abound to every good work. You are blessed of the Lord. Thank you for your partnership and your prayers and faith. Come back again. We've got more to see in faith, more faith to feed and grow. We'll see you back soon here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.